Well, hey, Pathways, what's going on? We're excited for you to join us this month on Table Talk. This is gonna be a fun one. It's gonna be me and Pastor Nathan hanging out, um, answering some of your questions that you sent in. And as always, if you have any questions at all that you want answered, you can actually just comment them on these videos and we will answer those at a, a later date. But yeah. yeah, I'm hanging out with Nathan today. What's up, gang? How's it going? It's going well, man. <laughs> this is literally my first time seeing you today. Yeah. Just got here. So. Literally just got here and I'm like, hey, let's record a podcast. Um, but yeah, we're, we're excited for... I'm excited for these questions because these yeah. are these going to be super fun. Um, so today's episode is going to be all about aliens, man. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We're talking about dinosaurs That's for my, that's for my buddy, uh, Jaron Hinton, um, who's like, dude, you never talk about aliens and from AI. the stage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Jaron, that one's for you. No, we have some theories on aliens. We'll, we'll talk about that at some other podcast. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad that Nathan's joining us. And so I, I just thought, man, let's start off today with you know just i feel like we don't do this a ton so let's let's start today what's one thing that uh god has been teaching you lately oh man what's what's <laughs> one thing um patience so patience yeah. yeah um whenever i preached a few weeks ago and i said that it's our job to be obedient and god's job to be strategic yeah and um it's been which whenever I'm preaching, I'm normally preaching something that like I'm currently learning or th- that's currently going through my head. So that's that's, been, that's actually really funny yeah. because that's actually like I feel like most people don't know that about pastors, but a lot of right. times what we're preaching is something that we're currently walking right walking through. Think or people think that we, I think it's in people's minds that we just pick a topic that like we think someone else needs to hear. But normally, I'm like, if I needed to hear yes. it, someone else around here probably needs to hear it too. Yeah, there's to some so. extent. I feel like that's that's a lot of a lot of teaching, a lot of what we yeah. do. Like I, I mean, I just spoke on righteousness uh, the other day, yeah. and it was literally uh, it, it came to me because I was working through the book of Micah yeah. for movement, and I read Micah six, seven, eight, and was kind of thinking through the lens of righteousness, um, and that's literally where it came from. And of course, every single time that I write a sermon, there's something in there that just hits me like a freight train. I'm like, dang it, I gotta learn this. Yeah, this I'm I'm about to stand in front of the congregation and and talk about this. I have to learn this. Like I have to learn. um, For me, it was that thought of enduring kindness that I talked about. Um, You know that not something that's naturally easy for me. I'm Mr. Justice. I'm like, yeah, let's go do it. Like, we want to go kick some doors in, let's go. Uh, But if if we're talking about like, let's, let's, let's be kind and gentle and gentle. Like that's not, that's not what I do in in my, my, my day to day life. So yeah, I mean, I I see that. So sorry, I I cut you off. Patience and how it's like applied in that is just that um, God's, like giving me clear instruction on things, but hasn't told me, but I haven't felt like the right opportunity to follow through yet. Not, I'm not delaying what God wants me to do. Yeah. I'm just waiting for his like clearance to do it. He'll say like, (laughs) take off, you know, the runway's yours. Um, so that's been a lot of like just waiting and 
learning that like God's got a plan that's working behind the scenes even when I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Even in the waiting, God's still doing something. So like don't be impatient. Don't so that's something that's going on in like in my head a lot lately. Plus like we've gone through a lot as a family, just me and Jessica in the last few weeks. Right. With her having really bad gallbladder issues and her having a car wreck that totaled our car and having some dental problems that followed that. So like there's just been a lot of stuff happening in our personal life. So all of that is like, all right, well, when is this stuff going to get cleared up? Like, when is insurance <laughs> going to write us a check? When is, yep. and it's like, you got to be patient, man. Like, take it easy, take a breath, take a beat. Like Je- Jessica always said, when you, when you pray for, um, when you pray for wisdom, God grants wisdom. Yeah. When you pray for grace, God grants grace. But when you pray for patience, God gives you opportunities to be patient. It's like God's more annoying. <laughs> so yes. It's like, yep. <laughs> it's like, yes. No, I, I, I completely be, understand I gotta, that. You have right to now. be patience is like a different kind of thing that you have to learn in when, a different way. It's it's funny that you it's funny that you say that because I I feel like that's something that thought of trying to grow in patience yeah. is something that I think we all need to learn how to grow. But I, I think it's especially true. Um, as you get older, like I was talking to one of our seniors um, the other day, and they were talking about what they want to do with their life. You mean like seniors in school? Yeah, seniors not in senior school. Not, not senior citizens. Okay. Uh, senior, going to be senior in high school. I was just talking to him. I was like, yeah, what what you thinking for next year? Like, yeah. no pressure, but what you thinking? And it's funny because he laid out his 17-part plan and was like, I'm going to do this, and then at this age, I'm going to get this, and at this age, I'm going to get this, and this, and You're this, like, and this, well, and this. Well, let's and see about that. I'm like, he had, I, I felt like there's a part of me that was like, Man, I miss being that. I, what's the word? I mean, like ignorant, ambitious. ambitious? Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Like yeah. in my head, I'm like naive. I feel like I know less today yeah. than I did when I was a, I feel a the teenager. Same way. You know, and I, I think, you know, that balance for for us as followers of Jesus of like, do we move now or do we sit back or do yeah. we God? What you doing? What you doing? You know, I feel like so many times. Um, Parker Selly, like the, is an intern of mine. Yeah. And he's awesome, dude. Him being an intern has been (laughs) incredible. I've never had an intern before. So like, it's a learning experience for me and him both. But whenever we're in the middle of like, like trying to figure out how something works, or I'm trying to teach him something new, when he does know something, he just knows it with a confidence that I don't have anymore. You know, when I, I'm confident that I know nothing. I've been doing this for like, like how old am I? I'm 34, so for 16 years. Yeah. And he's been doing this for two months. And anytime I try to teach him something, when he finally gets it, it just it just clicks for him. And while I'm teaching it, I'm like, I'm not 100% sure if I'm even telling you the right things right now. And then as we, but then when he tells me something, because he teaches me a ton, he's a lot younger yeah. than I am. His brain was a lot sharper than mine. <laughs> so when he teaches me something, he's just like, oh yeah, this is how it goes. There's no question in, in his mind. There's just like a confidence that I don't have anymore. I'm absolutely, I feel like I know less as I get older, for sure. Yeah. Well, and it's, I think part of the, part of the reason we struggle with patience is because we struggle with the thought of being still. Uh-huh. And that thought of like, you know, and we see it constantly like in the Psalms, just be, be still, know that I'm God. Yep. Be still, know that I'm God. Be still, know that I'm God. And I think that that's something that the majority of people can't do. Yeah, yeah. Myself included. Right. Like, we're, we're okay with acknowledging that God is God and we are man and we need to figure we, we need to figure out the situation. But we're like, God, I want to help. Yeah. I, I want to be part of the solution. Let's go. Like, you tell me what to do, and like when and I'll I was a kid, it. they called our culture a microwave culture. They don't use yeah, yeah. that 
term any as often no. anymore. But they were like, you know, you can just zap and things are changing now. Like things happen all of a sudden. And uh, and so like in our culture, things have only sped up. Yes. Yeah, you know, they've, they've only has, sped up. Nothing has ever slowed down in the American culture in the last hundred years. We've never yeah. been like, for the next decade, our culture is just going to learn to take it easy. Like no, it's just not. No, how, that's it's not. like more content, like more like things need to be closer to your face. You have a phone that can do like things that we've never imagined, you know, fifty years ago. So like everything is so much more accessible. So patience now is the, it's the hardest that it's ever. I feel like yes. in our culture, it's the hardest time it's ever we've ever had learning patience. Yeah, I, I had to pull this up because this is so so funny that this is where the conversation went because uh, I saw this the other day. Um, it's somebody who took Psalm 23 and revisited it to mm-hmm. our culture and our, our current moment. And it's, it's this. This is so funny. Uh, the clock is my dictator. I shall not rest. Oh, it makes me lie down when I'm exhausted. <laughs> it leads me into deep depression. It hounds my soul. It leads me in circles of frenzy for activity's sake. Even though I, I run frantically from task to task, I'll never get it all done. Uh, for my ideal is with me. Deadlines and my need for approval, they drive me. They demand my performance from me beyond the limits of my schedule. They anoint my head with migraines. <laughs> my, my in-basket overflows. Surely fatigue and time pressure shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the bonds of frustration forever. <laughs> but I think, I think that's a beautiful picture of that's our so cultural true. moment. Like that's the thought so of being still... Um, is not something we do yeah. like in our culture, in our world. And so when you're talking about wanting patience and, and wanting to work through patience and allow God to work, yeah. that's that's something that I think is a very taboo thing in our world. Oh, yeah. People are not doing that. Yeah. People are not like, man, I'm just going to sit back and see what happens. You know, like and it's kind of like my, my wife and I were actually talking about like open doors, right? Mm-hmm. And so God's will, open doors, whatever you want to say. Yeah. Um, and I can't tell you how many times in my life I've prayed this prayer. And what it looks like is this. God, <laughs> you know your sheep's an idiot. <laughs> you know he's going to try to kick in some doors. Yeah. If there's like, you need to padlock the doors I'm not supposed to walk into <laughs> because I'm going to try to help you along the way. I'm going to try to be like, oh, let's try this. Nope, turn the light on in face. the door I am supposed to go through so yes, I can like, see where give I'm me, so Give I me can, something. So it's obvious. You know, yeah. and I, I yeah, I, I appreciate that. That thought yeah. of like, man, I... I got to work on, on being still, Yeah, you know, I, I think that that's a, a very, very valuable, uh, valuable thing to learn for sure. You know, mm. so that's what God's been, been teaching you lately. Yeah. That's, that's awesome, yeah. man. I, I think for me, if, you know, I, if I were to answer that question, uh, one of the things that God's been teaching me lately, and this actually connects to our, one of our first questions, yeah. um, is he's teaching me how to fall back in love with um, with intimacy with him, like oh, to yeah. fall back in love with, um, you know, reading my Bible right. or, or prayer. And, um, this, this is actually one of the questions that somebody asked. And I thought this is so funny. Um, but the question they asked was, was this, how do I get into worship if I hate worship music? <laughs> Isn't that a great question? I will, yeah. I'm like, I, man, that's, I will, uh, you're not, people aren't going to like this. I'm just going to warn you. Oh, this would be good. In advance. <laughs> Whenever, whenever this Pastor is, Nathan has to throw a warning label is, on something, this is not something. I'm terrified. People are going to be shocked, <laughs> and people are going to be really surprised by my answer here. Is I have been a worship pastor for 16 years, and since I was 18 years old, and like the story of how I got into being, I was 
at a little church, my dad's church, and our we were I was on the worship team. We were huddling up behind stage. I was 18 years old. My girlfriend, who's older than me, is on the team. I'm the youngest person on the team. Her mom's on the worship team. My mom's on the worship team. There's all these like adults that are in their late 30s, early 40s that are on the worship team that are my age now, you know, but 16 years ago, they're so much older than I am. Yeah. And my worship pastor, we all huddle up and pray before we take the stage. And he's like, all right, guys, my mom's been really sick. I have to move. Um, next week, Nathan is taking over. That's how I found out. Great, great prep. That's how like, I found out. Uh, so, yeah. Nathan, guess what? You're so, in. So Tag you I, in here. It was, it was terrifying. But I've been a worship pastor for 16 years. And uh, even at like that young of an age, this has still kind of been true. I just don't like very much Christian music. <laughs> I just, I There's your statement I, right honestly, there. Honestly, <laughs> I don't listen to a ton of music, period. Oh, like, man. I listen to a lot of worship music um, because it's part of my job. I've been in a lot of bands playing all over the country, doing yeah. all kinds of stuff. And I really love playing music. Um, but when I sit in my car, I put sports on. <laughs> like when I'm at my house, I'm not even. When I'm at my so house, this, like. This is a really good question. When I'm at my house doing you. dishes. And like like vacuuming and mopping and doing all the chores that we're supposed like I have I have sports playing. Jessica has so much like she plays music twenty four hours a day if she could. Um, but so I get where people are coming from when they're like I don't I don't really like Christian music. It's cheesy or like it's just musically lame or it's like musically it's something I don't connect to. Yeah. So we try so like us as a church and me as an as a as a an artist like a person that wants to create something beautiful, I try to make something that a lot of people can gravitate to. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest, if I'm going to cater what I do towards people that uh, listen, if I have two options, I'm going to cater it towards people that listen to Caleb all the time and they get that feel, really good Christian music there. Yeah, yeah. And like they get um, spirit-led like worship in their daily life versus people that don't connect with church music. I'm going to try to like reach that crew a little more than right. the other. Well, it's a good thought because I, the, I know there's people that, yeah. I mean, they're, they're getting that. So I want to feed the yeah, ones. getting that fuel basically yeah. I want to feed the ones that are malnourished, yeah. not the ones that are fat and happy. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, so if I, if I have to choose, not because I don't like those people or, dis, or don't like respect their need for worship music in a congregation setting too, but, um, but the other people, they need something extra. So, um, so I try to do things that are, that are what I would do really well and what my band would do really well and also um, something that's like not your typical radio music that you can listen yeah, to every yeah. day because if people have chosen not to listen to that. So, but, um, but how to connect with it is the, the, first, um, the first thing to get out of your head is that you're not trying to connect with a song. You're trying to connect with a God. Mm. So, yeah, that's good. So like the song doesn't have to be your favorite. And right. um, honestly, if you don't like the music, you can tune out what's happening around you and use that time to pray and listen to the words that are being sung. Listen to the message that we're sharing as, um, as communicators and singers. And then um, like really focus on who God is in your life and see what God's doing in the lives of the people around you in that same room. Because there's something incredible about taking note of God working in someone else's life. And um, not because we we're, it's a competition, we don't want to be like, well, God needs to move on me the same way he's moving on Deborah across the room. Like, who cares about that? I just want God to move on me and look what he's doing with them. Like, let's celebrate that together. And then yeah. like, allow that to minister to your to your own heart. And um, 
So it is, it is hard because it, it can be distracting to sit somewhere in an environment you don't enjoy <laughs> and told to focus heavily and intimately on God, you know. Um, so I do get the struggle. But build your relationship with God outside of that 20 minutes. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of other time in the week. Yeah. You know, and so. I think it speaks to, I think this question does speak to the way that we view worship music in our current cultural climate. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way we view worship because immediately when I, because I would say I'm, I'm very similar to that where because I work at a church um, and I'm, I'm a little bit more critical. I, I yeah. love theology. Yeah. I love, um, I love study of the Bible. And yeah. so there's times where I'll listen to a worship song. And I'm like, ah, I really don't like the way that they said this, or I don't like. Yeah. And so for me, there's, there's even, a lot there's of even a song that we've done recently that like, I won't, I probably won't pull it, put in a regular worship set outside of the context that's been placed around the song. Yeah. Because I, yeah, I, I, I mean, want to be real careful about the theology in the song. Right. And, and that's that's something that, you know, we look at all the yeah. time. Um, but I find it really challenging to connect to worship music. Yeah. I, I do. Um, one of the things that I've I found um, helps me as I look through worship music, um, I'm also more private than I think most people would be. Yeah. And so I found that sometimes the best worship that I experience I have, uh, literally did this the other night, is going for a you go for a walk, yeah. middle of the night, and I I actually listen to a lot of hymns. Mm-hmm. Um, of course you do. But okay, you're, now time out. <laughs> but, but here's here's how why old I, are you, Michael? I'm an old man. Um, <laughs> But here's why I love hymns. and I'm like six years older than you and decades younger than you at the same time. <laughs> I love – here's why I love hymns, though. The reason that I, I love to listen to hymns and to, to consume hymns um, has less to do with musical style. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I grew up in what I would consider like the heart of, you know, Jesus culture, mm-hmm. um, Desperation Man, all of these like – Huge yeah. worship teams, like at the beginning of the yes. modern era of, mu- of Basically. Christian music. Yeah, um, and so I, I love worship music. I, I do, but I've found that it's really easy for me to get distracted in mm-hmm. the midst of it. And so for me, I, I think one of the ways that I am able to connect with worship is through hymns that I don't necessarily. It's not like I'm like, man. I would love to choose. I don't walk away from listening to hymns like pumped up, fired up, like, man, the spirit's moving. Uh, But sometimes that helps me to connect. Really, all I'm trying to do when I worship is I'm trying to connect the the awe of my creator to my life. That's it. Hymns are such beautiful liturgy, too. Yes. You can speak through hymns and not sing it, not listen to music. And, like, there's so much dense, uh, like, beautiful verbiage to describe like the love of God to describe you can make our it a, a devotional like so, you yeah, literally could you could read one hymn songs. a day and that could actually be a devotional okay. and it's very there's very few songwriters that still write with that kind of like rich richness in yes. their words yeah so I I love that I mean mm-hmm. but the other way that I find worship because I mean where my head goes when I think of worship one of the ways that I worship God doesn't involve music at all right. Um, actually, a lot of the ways I do, but M- most um, of the ways, most of the ways, yeah. yes. But one of the things that I like to do when it comes to worship, because I don't connect to worship music, yeah. um, which again, this can be shock for some people because they're like, "What? Your pastors? You should love worship music. <laughs> you should just listen to it day on and day off." Like, um, like I don't mind it. I don't. I don't mind <laughs> but, it, but it's not. It's, it's not something not, yeah. where I'm like, "Man, I'm listening in my car. I'm crying every mm-hmm. day." Like, that's not. A, I mean, I'm actually more of a podcast person. Actually, yeah, <laughs> I listen yeah. to a lot of podcasts. Yep. Um, but I found that one of the ways that I worship God, 
um, is literally through silence. Mm. And that sounds so weird. Like, oh, I you, love that. When you think about it, because well, when How, you think worship, what do you, you don't think silence. I want to know. What, I would love for people to comment when the, when the last time they sat in silence was. Oh, probably never. Like, like that, that just doesn't I get happen. in my car, I immediately start playing a sports radio station or sports podcast. I get home, I immediately, like, turn the TV on to, like, some YouTube video that I've been waiting to watch. Some, yep. like, new, like... Some sort of interview, yeah, some sort so, of podcast, yeah, right. some Whenever sort of something, Jesse you know? gets home and music immediately comes on, and then we sit down at night and we immediately turn on, ne- like, after dinner and we turn on Netflix and watch a couple shows, then we go to bed. That's the only... And I turn on a fan to make a ton of noise in the room. <laughs> and then I get up and I do it all over again every day like every day yeah. I, I is just full of noise and i found for me um that silence but also that silence when it's accompanied like i'll go for a walk again i'm an old man mm. old man at heart i'll go put for a on walk. your sketchers put on my sketchers <laughs> easy Velcro, now easy now i've got Velcro hokas tops. i've got these these hokas that are oh, yeah. just as comfortable nice. a little bit more stylish um <laughs> but i found that that silence is one of those things that connects me to worship mm. um and sometimes it's that silence and that just going for going for a walk, sitting in nature. One of uh, one of the things we do for for camp, we take our kids to camp. Yeah. Um, is Sunday morning. It's one of their favorite things to do, and it's so cool to watch. But one of the things we do is we take them up to the bluffs, so we're overlooking mm. all of Devil's Lake, uh, which is very funny that it's Devil's Sunday Lake. morning. Sunday we're morning, we're a, heading Devil's we're Lake. We're gonna baby. have a moment with Jesus in Devil's <laughs> Lake. <laughs> but we'll go up and we'll overlook the bluffs, and. I'll make them practice this kind of the, the art of yeah. worshiping through silence. Mm. And what's really interesting is it's become one of their favorite things to do Yeah, out of the entire camp. And we try to have good speakers. Sometimes I speak. So, I mean, maybe that's why it's their favorite, but <laughs> you know, like they always come, come back and they're like, man, sitting in the bluffs and just being quiet mm-hmm. in front of our creator, it just shows you how big the world actually is. Yeah. Um, and, and granted, I'm a nature person. And so for me, being in nature and sitting and, and seeing, I mean, I, I think of the passage that the rocks will cry out. Yeah. But if we don't worship, the rocks will cry out. The, I believe that nature is already crying out to God and saying, yeah. look at my creator. Look at how incredible he is. And so for me, it's it's silence. Right. Um, and so I don't feel, I think that's really the answer we're trying to give you, is if you don't like worship music, like if that's not your cup of tea, if you're not like, man, Maverick City music, I love to sit there, I'll listen to all their CDs, that's okay. Like that's an okay thing to to not necessarily enjoy Um, because it's not about you. It's not about that that enjoyment, I guess you could say. Find another way to worship. You know, I think there's, there's so much with the church world where people think that the entire surface has to be like immaculate and I have to enjoy that if I'm a good Christian, I'll enjoy the entire service beginning to end. But uh, let me, I'll put it this way. Worship music being played is something that's done for you or something that's done to you. Like you experience this. Worship is not what's done to you. Worship is what you do. So, um, so worship is not, not having a good band play. Yeah. So how you worship should not be contingent on a good band playing. Worship is not having a good preacher preach. At the same time, um, when the Bible tells us to worship in spirit and in truth, it doesn't say anything about music. Yeah. It doesn't say. Yep. So we give Absolutely. you a, we give you an opportunity <clears throat> on Sunday morning. The we'll look at like the the strategic reason why the segment of worship is is what yeah. it is um, is because 
we want to give you 20 minutes that are distraction free. Yeah. And we're like, you didn't, you probably didn't get alone at your house without something going on, <laughs> right? You probably didn't no, like no, take a don't. lunch break this week in the middle of your chaotic work week and like just worship. So we're going to give you 20 minutes now because right after this, we're about to give you the word and that's going to challenge you. That's going to, it could upset you. Uh, it could also hopefully encourage you and bring a lot of peace to your life. But in order to, to be open enough for that, we want to get rid of the distractions. We want to give you 15, 20 minutes to just like, like sing to God for a minute, like get everything else out of your way, get your work yeah. out of your way. It's not because we think this is how we worship. We, it's because we want to do it in a way that prepares you for God to give you a message that's going to change you. It's super centering. Like right. that's that's the it purpose is. of worship is kind of centering um, in, a, in like and, a service and like putting, context. Yeah, and it, but also kind of putting putting the focus where it should be. Right. That's what we're doing. We're centering and then putting our focus where it should right. be, so that so, as we as the the pastor comes up and teaches, yeah, that you know you are. Our I mean, hearts, our heads you're, are you're aligned. Yeah, we're prepared to be to be in that moment. So. All that being said, that's only 20 minutes out of a week that's full of a lot more hours than that. Yeah. So, like, we need to be um, worshipers in all that we do, not all that's done for us or yeah. done to us. So we worship by doing our jobs really well, even yeah. when we're aggravated with our boss. We worship by being patient and kind and gentle to our spouse, even when they've been really impatient and difficult with us. We worship by being loving and gracious and merciful to our kids, but also by being just with our kids. We're, we worship by uh, how the, what's going on in your mind while you're driving down the road. We worship by... There's, yeah, worship, worship is, is a, so much is bigger than your, just, yeah. just music. Just Every, Everything you do that glorifies God, and when you do your work well, that glorifies God. That shows people like I serve a God that won't let me take shortcuts. When yeah. you love your your spouse well, that's like I I love a God and serve a God who believes in an unconditional, insane, sacrificial kind of love. So I want to show that kind of love to my spouse. I, so like that's worship, you know. Yeah, and I I love that, and I, I think that for for us as as Christians as we follow Jesus, like viewing everything as worship is is so big. Yeah, um, but. When you bring There's it, probably so, like so thirty that, more questions aren't there. This is probably only that's okay. Be like two that's minutes. all right. That's all right. Because I love this. Because this is the, these are the questions people have, the, mm-hmm. the things that people are wondering and working through. And this is something that I've, I like personally. Yeah, I've been too. working through how do I worship through the the criticism that my, my mind is telling me because my mm, mind never stops. That's hard. Yeah. How do I worship through my mind being critical? Of mm, I didn't like that phrase in that song. I didn't like the way that this was done. I didn't because naturally working in a church, that's what yeah. ends up happening to you is you, you become a little bit critical of it. Um, but I, I think finding ways to worship the, the way that I put it to students um, who, you know, one of the questions that I asked them was like recently here was um, how do you how, how are you connecting with God? How are you reading your Bible? How's your Bible reading time? going I don't care just tell me I, yeah. I like and every single one I'm like yeah it's it's not good yeah and that's that's so I'm like awesome that's right. great thank you for telling me right yeah. and I, I kind of told them something that I've been doing lately is I've been finding something that I feel like gives me awe of God and then I'm gonna go to my Bible mm. so find yeah. something that puts me in awe of who God is and then go to my my Bible sometimes yeah. that's quiet time sometimes for some people it is listening to worship music yeah for some people it's going for a walk going for a run yeah. um, I've even found uh, there's people that sometimes physical 
labor, like physical yeah, work yeah. and turning off your mind. Jessica's brother is one of those people that like, Jessica's my wife, her brother loves one of those people that, oh my gosh, I just said that so weird. Jessica's no, brother good. is one of those people that loves manual labor because you can see the effects of your work as you're working. And uh, so that puts him in like a different headspace, and he yeah. loves that. That like it, it that does. like speaks it does. to his heart. Or, you know? or maybe it's something that you, you're you're processed. Like it's a yeah. process driven thing for you. So like that's one of the ways that I actually find a lot of solace and, and solitude is I'll go shoot my bow. I know that seems like the most Wisconsin answer to how we worship. <laughs> like that's the most Wisconsin answer to how we worship. But um, because it's process, the entire thing is process and muscle memory driven. So I'm not thinking about anything. I'm just working through the the process over and over and over again. Um, And because I'm focusing on the process, I I find that it puts my head in the right space. Some of the best conversations I've had with with God have been between the the target and where I was shooting. Yeah. Because it's just, it's, my mind's kind of clear and I'm able to just kind of, you know, God, what's been going on? Yeah. You know, like, let's let's talk. yeah, so I think, yes, if you're somebody who struggles kind of more of a, the, the practical side of this, if you're someone who struggles with, with worship, it's okay to struggle with yeah, don't overthink the thought of it. worship. Don't overthink it. Um, find ways to engage in worship, even if it's not music. Yeah. You know, even if it's not, you know, music. Now, um, I would say whatever you're inputting into your, you know, your mind, make it wholesome, make it something right. that, you know, uh, I think of, you know, Ephesians 4.29, you know. Yeah. It's all about you know making sure that no no unwholesome stuff comes out of your mouth. Yeah. Well, that's keeping stuff out of your head that is unwholesome. Yeah. So, you know, obviously, be careful with what you're consuming. But being a Christian does not mean you listen to worship music 24 hours yeah, a day. Right. And you're like, man, I, I I've got to you know listen to this YouTube sermon because that's what Christians do. Like the, the amount of podcasts. I like a good YouTube like, sermon. Yeah, from time yeah, to time. absolutely. Like but go yeah. to, go to uh, you know the Pathways YouTube channel and look up check uh, it out. <laughs> check it out. I guess um, me and Michael even preach on there. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> um, but, you know, finding stuff that's not, not it's okay. It's okay It's to yeah. not listen to worship music 24 hours a day, you know. Um, I, I think that, yeah, that's, I think we answered that question well. And, and hopefully, um, you know, if you're somebody who's struggling with that, it's okay. Yeah. We, we all struggle with that from time to time. You know, like that's, and I, I think also something you said earlier about asking for wisdom. Ask yeah. God for wisdom in that. Yeah. You know, ask God for, for wisdom. Ask him to give you a love for for him through yeah. music. And, and maybe he won't. Maybe you're going to have to be creative about it. Um, but I, I think for, for me, that's kind of how I, yeah. I operate it, yeah. you know? Um, so that's, I, I think we covered that well. I think so too. That's the, should be a whole podcast. That, that should be it. That probably <laughs> is a whole podcast. Got, we still got uh, more questions. Well, we still got more, more questions to, to go here. Um, so actually, here's what we're going to do. We're going to end this okay and then uh we're going to continue to create content and continue two. to do part two because um we are, we're out of time but i feel like it was such a great yeah. answer that we've we've got to do that so uh this has been the tabletop podcast we love you guys we hope that you guys will check out more of the stuff again if you ever have questions drop them in the comments and uh, we love you guys we will catch you all later see ya